everyone. Welcome to the Forever Fit podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Muncie. And on today's episode, we are going to be interviewing Allison Holloway. She is a local prenatal massage therapist, a full-time mom and business owner. So Allison, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. I'm excited to interview you and um, just let the community community know what you have to offer. And so I'll just go ahead and let you start, kind of introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on here, Chelsea. Um, I feel so honored to be here. Um, so I'm a mom of two. I have two kids. Uh, I have an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old. And I'm I, I, when I responded to you with my question, with your questions, um, I said I'm married to the military, and I'm, I think that's funny that that came out of my subconscious brain, but I'm married to a man in the military. So um, when we moved here to Ohio, this was kind of planned to be our last military move, and um, so we're a military family, and I was a massage therapist in Florida where we came from before here, and I... Um, yeah, it took a while to get my license transferred um, when we got here to Ohio. And so I didn't want to give up massage therapy. So it was a little bit of a journey, but here I am now and also practicing massage therapy here. So awesome. And yeah. um, I've had a several massages from you and she is a wonderful massage therapist. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So as a massage therapist, you um, focus more on like postnatal, prenatal massage. I know you also have fertility massages. So can you explain a little bit more um, in detail, like what is it, like, why is it important to have a prenatal, postnatal massage? And what's important about those fertility massages and how can you help those women? Sure, absolutely. So first of all, I'll start by answering your initial question too, which is how did I get started with this is I decided to pick this as a niche to work with prenatal and postpartum women, Uh, mostly because as I took a few different jobs when I first moved here, um, sorry, you might see my cat wandering. um, I noticed like a lot of places will offer prenatal massage, but um, it's really kind of unknown, like what quality of a massage it will be for the woman. So it's not always appointed, like educational, um, trained a therapist who might be working on them. And I was thinking, you know, I really want to provide something for women where they know exactly where they can go to get a quality massage while they're pregnant. Um, and then I also like, I think the ministry of my heart has always been women. Um, as a mom and a woman who's had my own different struggles throughout the journey of motherhood, I just, it's my heart to really like meet every woman where she's at and, and pour into her. Um, and so I provide services, including fertility massage to help women who are trying to conceive or going through IVF. Some of them are doing IVF and some of them are, are kind of going the holistic route. Um, but I can do a massage session with them where we do, um, we just do special unique things that are added into the massage, um, that can kind of encourage fertility. Um, and then I also offer therapeutic massage for any woman who's not pregnant. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm primarily centered around women. Um, however, I will see men from time to time if it's somebody's spouse or if they're referred to me by another practitioner. So, (laughs) yeah. Why do you feel it's important that these women um, that are pregnant, postpartum, get these massages or if they're dealing with fertility issues, like how, 
how can that help them with fertility? Maybe yeah. something could benefit. Yeah. Them. Um, for me, the biggest thing is regulating their nervous system, which is probably, you know, a phrase that you use a lot in the physical therapy world as well. Um, is kind of a buzzword nowadays, I feel like to say, oh, let's down regulate the nervous system. But but it's really very important. Um, we live in such a, a fast paced, like stressful uh, world. And so when our body is constantly in like a fight or flight mode or having like chronically high levels of cortisol, um, it makes it really hard for the body to get pregnant. Sometimes it can be a real mental block for the body to receive pregnancy, but also while being pregnant, it can take a lot, um, a big toll on a woman while she's pregnant and not to mention postpartum because postpartum is a whole new dynamic with baby and your life is just forever changed in a good way. But <laughs> there's, you know, there's a lot of stress to manage. Um, so yeah, calming our nervous system can just be, it's so, it's so valuable to um, kind of sink into that parasympathetic nervous system and um, have less stress and anxiety and all the stress and anxiety just trickles down to depression. And um, we don't want that. So yeah, massage can really help that. I also, you know, steer a lot of women towards other self-care types of practices, not just massage. Um, although I am biased for massage, obviously, but um, you know, there's a lot of other stuff we can be doing to just continue to regulate our nervous system. So I really believe in that. Yeah. Yes. And obviously I believe in all of that too, uh, yeah. especially as a mom too, it's, we tend to put ourselves second instead of first when it should totally. be, we should put ourselves first so that we can love as others as well as we want to. And so I think a massage once a month is yeah. highly needed for many moms out there. hundred percent. With your fertility massages, something that you actually educated me on and I started doing going down a rabbit hole and doing more research on was the castor oil packs that you use during yes. fertility massages. Can you explain a little bit about those Absolutely. and how those can help people? Um, well, first I want to say I'm always continuing to learn too. Um, over this past year, my first year with my business open, I, my mind has been blown by all the cool things I have learned that I didn't know about pregnancy. Um, so it's fun to educate moms and women in general, um, more things about our anatomy and our body and stuff just that we didn't know. But pastor oil is so amazing because it has a slew of benefits. Um, you know, you want to have moderation with it because, you know, just like anything too much is not great, but, um, using it on the abdominal area, um, I don't really recommend drinking it. I mean, unless you're have some pointed reason to do that and you're being guided by a, a practitioner, um, but using it on the abdominal area can help uh, make cysts uh, decrease or disappear over time. It can help with digestion. So if you have constipation issues um, and postpartum, I use it a lot um, to help bring the skin back and it's great for scar tissue. Um, it helps just kind of bring the skin back in and helps, you know, um, kind of balance the, the, your, um, your gut because it can kill a lot of like bad bacteria in your gut as well. Um, so, I mean, I recommend, I always tell people, I'm like Google um, castor oil and Google the benefits. It's like, there's just so many, it's, I never knew. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't I know until you educated me yeah. about them. And so I went down the rabbit hole and I Googled and cool. I started discovering things. And one thing that I discovered, obviously I didn't, I didn't read any articles like research articles or anything, but yeah. one thing that I did discover is like, you said it helps with your gut. So more helping with some liver detox. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Money. I used to always think of it as like, you know, only for constipation. Like you hear people drinking like mm-hmm. the little uh, castor oil mix, like if they're extremely constipated and, and it's known for being super disgusting. Um, nobody wants to do that. Or there's always that old like myth in pregnancy, like drink some castor oil to go into labor. Um, most people don't want to do that. And, and yeah. I don't know many that do. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Do that. yeah. But like if we can detox our liver, that can help regulate our hormones. Yes. Um, so yes. it could help a lot of people, whether you're, you know, 13 years postpartum or yes. whatever it is, and you're dealing yes. with hormone issues, that could be something yeah. natural that people could try. Totally. For. I think there's so many things, not even just castor oil that come into balancing hormones, as you probably know. And that is a huge thing. I could totally get on a soapbox about balancing hormones, um, which is why I love being at the well too, because I'm surrounded by other practitioners who all have this mindset around nutrition and, you know, women's health. So that involves hormones and it just, it can totally make the difference in a woman's life, quality of life, having balanced hormones. So, and I say that from experience (laughs) of my own hormones. So. Yes. Um, yeah, we could definitely go down a soapbox on that, but we won't do that yeah. today. But <laughs> I highly suggest if you're local um, and listening to this to reach out to anyone in the well. Um, they have totally. so many different practitioners there mm-hmm. that can help you with almost anything a woman needs. So I think it's great that you guys are doing that and like partnering all together. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I love it there. Yeah. So, um, what are three tips, um, that you could give to women listening to this podcast today? Oh gosh. When I saw that question pop up on there, I was like, oh my gosh, how do I pick three? Um, for me personally, my, my brain is very business minded, um, having my business, but also I could say some things about womanhood. Um, I think I wrote, since I so lovingly responded by email, all my answers when I didn't need to, um, mindset work is a big deal to me. And, you know, now that I'm saying it out loud, I feel like that's great for not only just business owners, but women in general. So I feel like our mental health, um, and that term is a buzzword now too, but our mental well being really, I feel like hinges on our ability to, um, kind of master our emotions and do some of our mindset work. So I always advocate women, you know, finding a coach or a, you know, whatever kind of coach that is um, that does mindset work with you or finding your tribe of community of people or people that can speak into your life and, you know, help you process things, but knowing how to navigate emotions and having, finding that emotional intelligence over ourselves. um, I really, I'm like, do that, go do that. makes a big impact on our relationships. So I would say that applies to business owner slash also being a woman in general, because, you know, 
throw in all the hormone imbalance issues that we can also experience. I mean, our relationships can suffer um, when those things are not well. Um, also, I'll touch on pregnancy. Like my first year in business, I threw myself into learning more and more and more about pregnancy. Even though I've had two kids, I do not know everything. There's so much I did not know when I was having babies that I know now. And um, so I love to encourage women who are on the brink of motherhood or in motherhood to do their research, even if they're done having babies, like it just helps to know our bodies, like know your anatomy and, you know, not to the depth of like a practitioner maybe, but knowing how your body works, like knowing what your body is made up of, what it's capable of. Um, and so I think, especially in pregnancy, since that's my niche, um, I love the idea of every woman kind of understanding what her pregnancy anatomy looks like, even if we're just having a verbal conversation about it and also knowing what her body's capable of. And I, you know, that leads me to encouraging every mom to have a doula, even if it's not a doula that attends their birth or sees them postpartum, although I recommend both of those as well. It's great. Um, but somebody who can guide you through pregnancy and teach you uh, what kind of interventions might come about that that are not spoken of until the very end and what alternatives that they have, what questions they can ask, what their pelvis and pelvic floor is capable of. I mean, there's just so much that I think most women just don't even know to ask, yeah. but they get to the end and they, you know, instinctively have all these questions and like desire extra help. And they're looking to where they can find that. And Sadly, they're just not going to find that in a regular medical office um, and not to be like polarized and, you know, shame on a medical office, but that's just not what they do. So I, I recommend moms seeking out any kind of um, um, education, as much knowledge as they can about their body and about pregnancy and labor, not just a traditional um, birth education, but like, you know, the full gamut of things, ask lots of questions. Um, so the third valuable tip I, I put on here was um, doing, it was about business again, is doing business well. Um, when your business is doing well, I always think it's great for uh, entrepreneurs to uh, look at to the people to the left and the right of them to um, see how they can help others um, and contribute back to their community. Because um, what's the point if if we're just in it for ourselves? So I, I also, I mentioned in there, I really love like leadership podcasts. I love I love, I don't know if you've heard of um, Simon Sinek. Did you read my responses when I sent them to you? I haven't yet. Okay. <laughs> I love Simon Sinek and um, uh, he wrote Good Leaders Eat Last and he also wrote um, The Infinite Game. It's really interesting. You should check out some of his stuff. He's on YouTube. He's all over YouTube. And then I also listen to Craig Rochelle, his leadership podcast. And I firmly believe that if you're a mom, you're a leader. If you own a business, you're definitely a leader. You're, you didn't just view yourself as a leader. And I think that's another aspect of growing, um, growing emotionally and um, just loving people, leading well. <laughs> I love that. And just finding a team of people, you need multiple yeah. people in your life during that pregnancy and postpartum journey. Yes. Both parts of the, the whole yes. journey is very yeah. important. And so like you said, find a doula that can mm -hmm. help you 
through that process, find a massage therapist, find a new, yes. find a strength, find a pelvic floor therapist, find a pelvic floor therapist. Um, and <laughs> some of, of that information that you need is online too. So it doesn't always yes. have to be in person, right? but yeah, definitely develop that team of people that collaborate together. Totally. That's a great point. It doesn't have to be in person. And I think that's a great point because, um, you know, some moms will shy away from doing like PT or um, chiropractic work and even massage, especially because um, they can't afford it. It's like not in their budget. And I totally get that, especially with first baby. I look at like how old I was with my first baby. Like we were young, we didn't have a lot of money and I just wouldn't have been able to afford all of the things. Um, but there's ways, you know, there's ways to get what you need still. Yes. So. And ways to kind of do that on your own. Um, yes. And yes. you can definitely find that out there for sure. Um, so what are one, two pieces of one to two pieces of advice that you would give women? Um, and then any other last words that you would like to say today? Um, well, like I said before, I feel like women have always kind of been the ministry of my heart. I just, um, when I say that, I mean, like, I've just always cared about women because being a woman, like I just, it's, it's hard when you're, um, it can be hard uh, when you're starting out as a mom and you're young. And, um, and so I, like I said before, I'm a big advocate for, you know, mastering your emotions and emotional intelligence. So, um, you know, really giving some attention to your well-being. And I know like the whole self-care is a buzzword too, is like self-care, self-care. And, and it seems funny because you'll see like cynical moms who are like on Instagram and do the funny videos. They'll like make fun of it. And, and I get that too, because those make me laugh as well. Um, but it really is important. I, my, I do advise women to make some type of self-care. And, and I guess I would like to express that self-care does not have to look like massage or yoga or meditation. It can also, it can also just be like cleaning out your closet that you've been avoiding for months and you felt like you didn't have time to, but it fills your cup. Yes. That <laughs> is so self-care. You know, it feels good to have your clothes picked up and put away. Um, but you know, self-care has different elements too. You know, we do sometimes need to get away and get a massage. I feel like a brand new woman after I've had a really great massage. Um, I also feel that way after I've cleaned my closet <laughs> yes. or just organized um, stuff in general. Yes. Right? Yes. So I also encourage moms and, and women to just, you know, be reflective, um, toss what doesn't serve you, find your tribe, you know? Um, and when I say toss what doesn't serve you, that could even be like the crappy thoughts that you're playing on repeat, like, you know, write them down in a journal and be like, why do I have that thought and get rid of it. <laughs> And find other people who will support you in that. So, yes, I love all of that advice. <laughs> um, in the, you know, if you're a first time mom postpartum, it can seem very overwhelming and daunting at first, right? Sure. And it's okay to feel that way. I like to let moms know, like, mm -hmm. it's okay. And it's normal yeah. to feel that way at early postpartum. Right. Um, but like you said, as you know, once you start getting into that different season of life and things, you start to figure things out, things yes. start to get better. But then right. once you start to figure that schedule out, then you're putting everyone first before yourself. 
it can definitely happen. Yeah. And so just making sure that no matter what you're doing something that day that puts you first to right. start your day, um, yeah. to, you know, in the day, well, um, just make sure you put yourself first. Yes. I love that. I think some people really struggle with that. Um, I've had a mom say to me, Oh, I don't have time for a massage. There's too much to be done for her baby. Um, and that's fine. I get that. You know, there's a level of respect there, but, um, it's not selfish to be a little bit selfish, like selfish of, for yourself. Like you have to selfishly reserve small moments of your day for you. Um, or you cannot pour into anybody else correctly. And the well, like the well, I love the name of the well is like, it's the well, like come fill your cup. Like you have to fill your cup. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And that goes for every mom. Um, we've all tried to before, and you probably know what that's like. Like if I try to pour from my empty cup, I'm mean and I'm short, <laughs> I'm angry. Yeah. I say things I don't mean. Um, and then when I fill my cup, I'm a brand new woman and I feel like I can serve everybody in my life just way better. So it's not selfish to love yourself and, and take those moments. Yes. Very passionate about that. Yeah. me too. <laughs> and I, I just can't express it enough. Like I yes. think more women could just really kind of get that in their brain, yeah. you know, how hard it is. Um, yeah. if everyone's not on the same page with that, you know, if couples are not on the same page, it could be very hard to put yourself first. And so totally. I highly suggest that like couples communicate and talk because males need that self-care and they do. Too. they do um, and yeah. figuring out, okay, how are we going to make this work to where we're both filling our cups every day? And mm -hmm. sometimes that might also mean like as a couple, when the kids are in bed, let's have a conversation on how our day went and how can I help you feel better? Or how can I help with this? It's not, it has yeah. to be a team thing and it, it's not, oh, well you do totally. all the dishes, you do all the laundry, I'll do the mow the grass. Yeah. It, it has it to can quickly become like attention, uh, attention filled dynamic. I was a stay at home mommy for many years and I, I remember I, I, you know, and I figured it out that, you know, like just because I was stuck with the kids all day, didn't mean that he hadn't been at work all day. So like he came home and he was ready to unwind and, you know, I wanted to hand off the kids. Um, but it became, you know, I be, you know, I grew out of that. I, I realized like, I, I'm not going to bark at him, you know? Um, but I also tried to take nap times, even if they were beyond like the napping age. Sorry, my cat is, she wants to be a part of this. Um, I made them go to their room for an hour and even if they played or read a book or, you know, and I would have a coffee and paint my toenails or read my book or like whatever it was, like, you just have to, you just have to choose yourself sometimes. Yes. And if it's just five <laughs> minutes, five yeah, minutes, then you don't different. feel, yeah. Then you don't feel so resentful when the husband comes home, but then it's a different dynamic when you're both working too. So yeah, yeah couples just have to, you know, they have to come together and, and give each other that space. So yes, easier said than done sometimes, but it right. can be done. <laughs> yes. All right, Allison, how can people find you? Where can they find you if they want to connect with you? Well, I am located inside of the well, a center for women's wellness and Kettering. And if you haven't been there, it's really awesome. You can look up the website. There's a lot of other really awesome practitioners there. 
Um, and then you can find me at my website um, at prenatalmassagedayton.com. And I'm also on Instagram at, pre at Dayton Prenatal Massage. And Facebook is the same handle. So you can find me on social or you can go to my website or just come hop into the well and have some coffee or tea. <laughs> awesome. And we'll put all of that information below the podcast so anyone can click on those links for you. Um, but I appreciate having you today. And yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I just love having you a part of my tribe. And I can't wait to see where this relationship goes. Yeah, me neither. It's been lovely. Awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Allison.